Star Wars sessions. Probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars sessions podcast. Part that he loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars sessions. This is the way. This is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me as ever once again here in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan, and buddy out there. He's got great hair, he loves a pint, he loves a curry, he loves his meds. It's Luke Bly, aka Master Blywalker. Sir, how are you? Oi, oi, savaloi, Matty boy. It is good to be here. Another week. Yeah, the meds are with me again. Um, so <laughs> I'm getting my excuse in at the top. But that's okay, isn't it? Like, Return I, of the medi? No? Okay, uh, maybe not. No, I don't mind that, Matty boy. That's all right. It's <laughs> I all did right. Mind it. it was but, awful. like, as per usual, Star Wars drops like a absolute cesspit of filth upon us um to chat about in the main show like we love it i it's one of those shows where i'm like oh i can't wait because may boy and i do talk star wars outside the show all the time geeks. then there are stuff we are proper geeks but like <laughs> then we also like we just know that we save stuff for the show yes, like, it, yes. it's kind of like an unwritten rule now isn't it so yeah, I don't. So what, whatever it is we're talking about tonight, just don't look at the title of the episode. Then I don't know what Luke necessarily <laughs> thinks. He doesn't know what I think. It's all part of fun. And it um, is, yeah. uh, and we've said this in the last. I remember the um, the dark times before the book of Boba Fett. Kind of in the middle of the year, kind oh. of end of end of quarter one, beginning of that, when there really wasn't any Star Wars news that came out, and we kept saying, you know, towards the end of the year, we're going to be swimming in that silo of spice. <laughs> We're here now. Each week, we've got new new stuff to talk about. Whereas usually, we're like, "What should we talk about?" Let's talk about I don't know Watto in the Phantom Menace or something. But then something. Oh, will drop. I mean, that's that's I mean, that always be, a good idea. That would be an anthology of episodes, let alone yeah. just one. But um, stuff's just been dropping left, right, and centre. And as the Star Wars geeks we are, we're not going to leave that uncovered. But um, yeah, firstly, my friend, though, you, you're doing okay. You, you're going to be able to see the show out, yes. Oh, yeah, you know me, mate. In, a, in a 20 you. minutes or so, I'm going to try and take some tablets. Yes. So I- even if I'm mid-sentence, I'll be like, hang on, let me let me take my meds. Oh, and then, oh. <laughs> Should we do that then? When I when I take my drugs, I'm going to, we'll, we'll just, because I can't drink booze at the moment as well, by the way. You sound I'm really much, annoyed at that. <laughs> I'm a little bit. <laughs> well, I can't I'm a little because bit. I'm on a health kick. No, so I'm all right. I don't mind. I can. I can I can go I can happily go without a drink actually it's just it's just one of those things that like we I do like I don't Casually. know like over like sixty percent of the podcast right when we record Star Wars sessions I'm you I usually got a beerio yep yeah I don't uh, do I that like those I, numbers yep I don't do that every week but especially yeah. the morning ones. Especially the morning ones. Especially Listen, we got ones. yeah, we we got uh, some you know morning content. Getting up early for Book of Boba Fett, you know, yes. or maybe not. I don't know. We we need to figure out our schedule, mate, boy. Either way, yes. we got a busy week. I'm glad to be here. How are you, mate? You're right. Oh yes, I'm doing all right, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah hero. Um, oh. 
Yep, good. I've had a nice weekend. Quite a weekend. Uh, well, I say quite. I, I, I work. I work one every two month, One weekend every two months. So it gave me the chance to catch up on some old movies that I love um, and a couple of new ones as well. So I've been um, movie watching this weekend, which is kind of what I do most weekends anyway, my friend. But uh, that aside, though, I am. I'm doing well, and I'm so glad you asked. I appreciate that. You're an absolute lad, mate. You're an absolute spy, fine specimen. Spine, spine specimen. Spinesman. Do you know who else is a spine specimen? Go on. This little fella on Patreon. Oh. He goes by the name of Adam. If that is okay. your real name, Adam. But Adam um, sent us this really nice message on Patreon. And I just wanted to shout it out because he sent it a week or so ago. And I hadn't noticed it. And when I was going through compiling the uh, one part of the show today, I saw it and I thought... Adam, you naughty boy. This is really nice. He just sent in this message. He said, didn't know where to post this, but just wanted to say well done to Matt. Thank you. And company for the last couple of shows and get well soon, Luke. Wednesday sessions have, has been a little ingredient to help me through the rougher parts of the last year. So thank you for offering a bit of connection and escapism when I've needed it. Much love, lads. So, uh, but no, mm-hmm. much love to you, Adam, for listening and for taking the time to send that in. And, we are, I, I can't speak for Luke, but I always say I'm the most humble chap. Hearing stuff like that just makes me weak at the knees because it just makes me so pleased that people it, it, we, people connect with what we're doing here. We're just a couple of guys having fun talking about Star Wars. And if it's helped anyone, even 1% through this horrible time we've all had in the last 18 months, two years in, man, that means an awful, that means the world, the galaxy to me. So Adam, mate, thanks for sending that in. Yeah, thank you so much, Adam. You know, we we love doing this. We really do. You know, I've and I'm going. I even at the moment, I find myself kind of having good days and bad days personally. Um, and it, oh, yeah, it's crazy how like d- uh, doing a podcast or being part of a community, even listening to something that's familiar, mm-hmm. it just it hits different. You know, whether that's music, podcasting, and I love all those things. And it's it just, it has that ability. So I know what you mean, Adam. I really do. So to hear that directed at us, it just, it, it, it's, it's on a whole other level. Thank you so much. It honestly means the world, and we don't take it for granted. So thank you mm. so, so much, mate. Um, Matty boy, we're so, we're so fortunate with such a yes. lovely bunch, aren't we? So yeah oh, honestly Thank it you means guys. the absolute world so and they like luke said we don't take any of it for granted we uh we're, we're here for the ride just as much as you guys are and we're so glad that you're all on this ride with us so breaking news adam and all the listeners are a bunch of proper legends so thank you so much for that and speaking of news in my ear i am being drowned out by that rusty dinging the sound of big ben kenobi which can only mean one thing my friend it must mean my boy it's the galactic news round <laughs> Adam Driver has refused to rule out a return to the Star Wars franchise, while also stating that he kept two Kylo Ren helmets and his lightsaber from his time working on the sequel trilogy. Thanks to Funko, Grogu became the first ever Star Wars character to grace the skies of the Macy's Day Parade as a pop-inspired balloon. And Dave Filoni has been discussing the thrilling process of writing for Ahsoka, saying, I thought of this adventure for Ahsoka for a long time, and it's interesting to see how it's evolved. (laughs) 
Hi, I'm Ken Napsok, author of Why We Love Star Wars, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Now, we said we've had a lot of news dropping in the galaxy, and there has been. And last week, we covered a fairly divisive, fairly heavy, very touchy subject with Kathleen Kennedy. So this week, we thought, you know, we'd do something a bit different and start with a story which revolves around Kathleen Kennedy. Now, uh, she's in the press, has been in the news. She's actually been quite... I think she's been fairly... Um, uh, I can't think of that word that Vocal? I'm trying to think of. Vocal? Visible was what I'm thinking. Vocal, oh, visible. visible. Yeah, you're hearing more about her. Probably, vi- yeah, vocals probably better than I than recently. But more kind of focus now on Star Wars projects, all going back and um, uh, nixing ideas that people have had for the last few years about uh, projects that never were, i.e., yep. ones that I mentioned last week. But um, the yep. press, she came out. The first part of the uh, the, the Kennedy discussion. Is uh, and this episode isn't going to be all about Kathleen Kennedy. We have got something absolutely dirty to talk about afterwards. But the press did claim that there is there are secret Star Wars series in the works, and I was doing air quotations there. Secret Star Wars series in the works. Now this comes after the news that Rangers of the New Republic has officially been cancelled, um, but we'll mention that shortly. However, to kind of like soften the blow of that, even though we kind of already saw it coming. The press did say that there are secret Star Wars series in the works. So we just thought we'd have a quick little chat about, you know, what could they be? And also, more and more importantly, more fun, if we had creative control of Lucasfilm and imagine if we did, what would we like to see? What shows oh. would we commission and what characters would we like to see? Or situations and scenarios. So, um, Lukey Boy, the press says that there are secret Star Wars series in, in the works. We spent a whole episode last week saying... We're fans of Kathleen Kenny, but her record of announcements is dire. She made another announcement, but was a bit more vague this time. What are you thinking, man? Well, if we were in charge of Lucasfilm, I'd be up in that office and being like, do we have a dedicated day to curry? Um, <laughs> are we doing this? Like, And secondly, where's the nearest pub afterwards? Um, and Jim. You know. The irony is, is like ILM and the Lucasfilm guys probably do that in the London office. I'm not even joking. Oh, like, they love that it. Is like, that is probably like a normal thing, like a team well, I was out up in there the other day. Uh, like, because I sent you the picture by the ILM office. Oh yeah, there there is a couple of uh, a couple of public houses <laughs> on that as there is a in every oh, corner in London. Mate, but come on, in London, there's, there's like a pub every few meters, and every it's, few like a pub seconds. next to a Starbucks. But I was. Yes, I was tempted to go in, but to one of them, but I didn't. I was also tempted to go into ILM, bro. But uh, uh, next, to, I think it's a good idea. We'll just hang around the pubs and try and get some info. I've Carry done that on, once. Sir. I've I've bowled it into ILM before and just uh, hung out in the reception for a little bit. But the guy looked at me that through was, the window like, "You ain't coming in here. You don't need that your was time." The in old here. that was the old ILM. Gotcha. Um, when they <laughs> used to be opposite the old Google building because Google have moved to King's Cross. Yes, sir. But it's near. It funnily enough, it is over the street from it was literally a few doors down from forbidden planet london if you know where that is any londoners or uk yeah yeah well kind of of. yeah it's 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 just off seven dials which is just like north of covent garden and yeah there's a really good indian there called the punjab (laughs) let's go and there's a the, the family the same family has run it since 1946 they moved here after world war Two. And it's the same fact. If you're in London, I strongly recommend this curry house. It's great, great prices. Their food is mad. 
up top Conning in the intro. Line. What did we say? Great hair, a- loves a pint, loves a curry. He's even oh, pulling no. out curry house facts from a little known houses in <laughs> Covent Garden in London. So I was just saying, oh, ILM was cool. It's, it's opposite the, the very, very, very nice Warner Brothers headquarters. Yeah, they've but, changed um, yeah, it, haven't they? They've moved to different Guy looked at me now. like, you ain't coming in here, son. I know, I've listened to the show. You're not coming in. Uh, yeah, but, like, uh, I know you lot. You lot were the ones who tried to uh, get into the Corriton oil refinery in Essex, weren't you? <laughs> you're the one who keeps putting Sessions cards everywhere he goes, the, and I keep yeah, doing that. It. I even left one in Warner Brothers. <laughs> well, okay, like, getting more serious here, right? Like, Lucasfilm have been like, yeah, well, yeah, like you said, Kathleen Kennedy, she's not been this vocal in a while. Mm-hmm. There is, there is, like, or visible, like, she is... Yeah, she's she's uh, flexing a wee bit, yes. I think. Have you noticed? I think she I is. just noticed that she seems to be, and again, she's to praise, but mm. it's just, it was, we've had nothing for such a long time, and now suddenly we're getting interviews and to kind of new information like we got today, and old, we're getting quite a lot, and it just seems to come out of nowhere. So either, either somebody up top said, right, let's do some damage limitation, or, like you say, it's just a, it's a big old flex. Well, it's also a crazy news week because Empire obviously came out with oh, the Boba Fett oh, on the top, which I went and picked up today, uh, our recording did, yeah. day. I also picked up Star Wars Insider. This Empire magazine, man, uh, honestly, I am so impressed by it. I'm yeah. really, really impressed by it. And obviously, a lot of things have already come out of it, like you said. So um, Kathleen obviously saying that there's a secret Star Wars series in the works, right? Yes. Not not surprising, especially after last week's chat that we had on our show. Um, and also she basically confirmed that Rangers of the New Republic is like base it's it's cancelled. But yeah. elements of it are being absorbed into the Mandalorian. Um again, I'm not I'm 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 not surprised. Or that of, it was Kathy who said that or Filoni. One of them said it. It was Kathy who said that. It was. I I'm glad that they're mm. absorbing it and not because she said no, we didn't have any scripts for it. Nothing was written. They obviously had a, ba- a bare outline, but I'm quite glad that, you know, they've came out and also said, we do want to incorporate elements of it into the Mando, which hopefully can only um, age the Mando going forward. Bump out that storyline a bit. Yeah, it's, they got it figured out. They got it figured out. And I'll be honest, Matty boy, it's something that I took away from, and I know we're going to visit it in, 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 later on in the main discussion. Um, Something that I took away from this Empire publication, particularly on Book of Boba Fett, mm-hmm. is, wow, things seem to be quite organized for once. Don't speak too on soon, this, but I see where you're it, coming from. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm, I am a little bit. Maybe it's the drugs. I don't know. But um, yeah, I, 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 was, I, was, I was thoroughly impressed. But it kind of begs the question, and it's something we've been asked loads anyway, the Dis- Star Wars does very well on Disney Plus, and yes. I think l- l- we're going to see how Book of Boba Fett um, goes. But um, I think that will do pretty well. I don't think it's going to do Mandalorian well, but I think it's going to do very well. Um, a lot of people are excited for this. There's going to be more Disney Plus Star Wars shows. I think they need to be careful. They need to tread carefully here and not slip into the habit of. Oh yeah, let's just make this. Yep. I didn't get that. Now, the irony here is that from this Empire magazine, from I've got a lot of perspective now and a lot of 
thought process from why they're making this show and i'm like oh okay that's that's pretty cool actually now it needs to be uh, uh, just don't make disney plus shows for the sake of it i feel like the only place you can kind of get away with this is when you are doing experimental stuff stuff that maybe isn't canon you know um your well star wars (laughs) visions isn't canon yeah of course yeah not canon come on guys but like how we and we've chatted about that, but that just felt it just doesn't it it scratched the Star Wars itch. It was great Star Wars content. Oh yeah, people talked about Star Wars for that like week or whenever it dropped on. Like for, actually for weeks they talked about Star Wars, um, and it, it, it's not affected our universe at all. Nope. If anything, it's inspired creativity into it. That's really good. That's a really solid move. But it also opened um, up the fact that Star Wars can branch out into other mediums and formats and be as successful, if not more. Yes, I think so. And I think we're living in that time. And, and you know, something that was, again, mentioned in this magazine was that Star Wars really does suit this kind of serial um, model of yep. streaming, television, that, that format. And I'm here for it. And I, I, I do agree. Although I think, you know, we need, we do need that cinematic universe, but I, my opinion on that is again, it's, it's, it's ever changing like the force, like Star Wars itself. It's ever changing. So talking of change, talking of ideas, I've noted down a couple ideas I have for Disney plus Star Wars shows. I've only done a few mm-hmm. because I didn't want to, I didn't want to overdo it. Um, I have I assume you've done the same I've, no yeah I've got a few yeah there's that kind of uh, you can kind of run away with it and because uh, I imagine if you are in that creative room and so and the idea is pitched give us a Star Wars Disney plus series I mean you imagine that the the whiteboard and the brainstorm people are just throwing ideas left right and center which I could have done and I might have done I've got a few but um the the I, I agree with what you say though as well or, or what you what you kind of alluded to that Star Wars it does suit the the long running format, the long longer narrative um, structure. Not to say that oh, I don't ever want to see films again because I do, I do. Uh, I mm-hmm. but I also would like to see a saga again. I, the yeah, idea of a single film is great, yeah, whatever. But I kind of Star Wars. I mean, Rogue One worked, but then that was very much just a, a New Hope light in the terms of that. It it wasn't a standalone. It absolutely connected. Give up, if there's a standalone film from Feige or something, which is set whenever, great, could be fun. But I always kind of think I like it when I know the story is going to continue, which is what Mando has given us, uh, what Book of Boba Fett could potentially be given us, and Andor is going to be given us for sure Matt, as well. Matt, can I be controversial about something? Uh, can I be okay? Yes. Let me, let me be honest about something. Because I've had a few weeks to digest this, and I obviously listened to your guys' thoughts on it. Rogue Squadron. Oh, Squaddy. I kind of feel a bit of relief. So this just in, Luke Bly hates Star Wars. I, I feel <laughs> like part of me always knew this and thought this. But I was like, the first return to Star Wars in the cinema will be mm. a spin-off film. Hmm... Well, it would just be his own kind of standalone film, but yeah. I guess I was excited. I, I was excited exact- for it 
for the reasons of why I said on that show, I would have been more excited had we, you know, had seen like characters or cast list or something. Oh, but for sure. We got for none sure. of that. I, I totally get where you're coming from, bro. I would have been, I would have been way more invested as anyone would be. Right. But, um, yeah, I, I'm just being very transparent now and honest now and letting you got, like, guys know that actually now that's kind of been shelved at the moment. Wink, wink. Um, no, not coming back. I don't think. I can't see it coming back. It's it's one of those things where I'm like, do you know what? Yeah, I'd rather brand just say we're doing a trilogy. Just say that. And well, I'm quite happy with just getting a series at the minute, which is the yeah, kind of, which I'm, is where I'm, they're going. Yeah, 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 yeah. The I quality think- that we've seen and that we're going to get, and the characters or stories, I'm happy to spend the next three years in Disney Plus land. Yeah, me too. Me too. He and says now, it will make, yeah, me. It, you know, if we ever get there with this crazy world, um, <laughs> yeah. we'll, you know, how much more valuable will that cinematic experience be? How much more pleasurable and, and just magical will it be? It, it, it'd be, it's, mate. And I think that's worth waiting for, really, mm-hmm. in, yep. in, in the long term. Let's not be impatient. It's a long ride. You know, let's enjoy it. Let's savor it. But Disney Plus series, May Boy. Yes. I'm even looking in my notes now. I've written down some ideas. These are from the Bly Walker heart directly. <laughs> and I'm like, even looking at them, I'm like, yeah, does it need to exist, right? Well, this is it. I, I think I've I, I think I've one or two. I've written down four. Mm-hmm. Two, I think, are the most meaty. There's one that is just like even now, I'm like, that wouldn't get past. That's that's right off, to be honest. But I'll mention <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've these are the ones that I can think of that I genuinely think actually could fill a really interesting space in the Disney Plus Star Wars storytelling um, landscape. Who wants to go first, mate, boy? Well, you got well, I've got idea? I've got twenty seven. Shut up! No, no, you really. I've got all right, okay. like, like you. I've got I've, I've got one or two which I would okay. like to see. As in, like I these these are ones which I think I I well I know I want to see. I think would add high huge value to the story or the overall arc of Star Wars. And there's a couple which I'm thinking, you no, know, they would be fun, but you know, would would we get them? Should we get them? I don't know. Is this just my kind of um? Is this is my kind of dream. But um, as to returning hero. What's the, what's what's one of the ones that you think you know what this could actually be a a series? This would work. okay. So I've I've written a very tiny synopsis for all of these. Oh yes, really. But it's called the New Republic, a show about how the New Republic failed and the rise of the First Order. Imagine um, the rotting Coruscant. I mm-hmm. kid you not. It was only like a few hours later. I got t- tagged in a tweet from um, Rob Walton. With yeah, the radiators. Man. Yes, like. Yeah, but but this is from the perspective of a political show, mm-hmm. um, political landscape, and a power struggle. Um, for all I know, I think this is probably comfortably the most realistic um, from the perspective that it would slide or fit right into that Mandoverse. Um, yeah. In, in in short, that's that's my pitch. I th- I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of room for that, and I think actually it's the thing that uh, it's one of the things that would really benefit, really really benefit the sequel trilogy, particularly yes. the Force Awakens. It needs that man. And like I said, I love that film. Watched it the other day, but 
I've got family what who've never seen Star Wars before. My sister in law, they they've just started watching The Mandalorian. I recommended it to her and uh, my brother in law, Lucas. And mate, she loves she loves The Mandalorian. Yes. She loves it. And part of me, I, and maybe this is a good chat for another time. I've got a viewing order in my head for them, like a recommended one. Mm-hmm. But part of me is dreading that kind of, I can't wait, but also I'm slightly dreading the idea of like that jump between six and seven. <laughs> of like, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to be like, so, where, so how come these bad guys came back? And I'm like, well, I have to Somehow. explain it all. And it's like, yeah. Mm. Well, you see, <laughs> everything's <laughs> so that's to be kind built of. Upon. I'll, I'll I'll say yeah, it's all being built upon at the moment. That's why you watch the Mandalorian, and they'll be like, "Oh right, okay, that kind of makes sense." I think that's probably the best answer I have right now. And I, that, and actually, that's not super unreasonable, is it? So, no. no, I don't think it is. I one of the ones I had was um, I, I tongue in cheek called it Star Wars Senate, but it was a political style um series because i think you can get away with that now with senate as i'd call it it could be say obviously in the pt but then again obviously you have the prequel trilogy for that you don't necessarily need to see palpatine's meetings with all of the senators as he hoodwinks them but the other point i had was pretty much what you've just said is set it in uh, a few of mine are set in and around this era now or beyond but between six and seven let's find out now what happens in the galaxy you know what you know we we, we, again we know from um from other canon that you know rather than having coruscant the 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 new republic they moved around the galaxy so you know a couple of years they might sit down and this is our but this is our home planet and then they move around and then when they got to hosnian prime the first order thought that's enough of that see you later but it's it's to add more weight to that moment in the in the Force Awakens because JJ, for as great as a visual storyteller is, like George, his the mystery box is frankly uh, very annoying, uh, and I know I'm not the only one who thinks that. It's very intriguing in the build up to the films, but when you're now we're six years uh, removed from the Force Awakens and Hosni and Prime means less now than they probably did then because you know what what are we meant to be getting? sort of upset about and it's, it's it draws parallels to Alderaan of course we didn't know what Alderaan was in the in the uh, in a new hope but over the years they've built up Alderaan in various stories across various mediums so we can't and also the character of Leia yeah. and her connection Hosni and Prime's is the planet yes of course it's more trees yeah, yeah, yeah. died but <laughs> if they could now set up the political intrigue so we know who's on that planet uh and just how we got how the seeds of the um uh, first order group because Andor is going to be you know here's the seeds of rebellion and um, we kind of got that in the end of Revenge of the Sith for those deleted scenes it'd be nice to flip it on its head and be like well actually now we're going to show you the seeds of the first order it yeah. could be quite a nice parallel which Star Wars is good at yeah that's true that's true I like it mate mm. I like mm. again another it's it's political something yep. that some people moaned about in the prequels we're now screaming for in this exactly. era and which only makes sense as the story gets larger as the story gets larger like the that OT is the original trilogy is so contained and 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 it's good for that but as naturally this this universe gets bigger you need to in- investigate it you need to address these things. That's what 
I think Book of Boba Fett's kind of going to do with this, mm-hmm. with just this planet or this sector, whatever it is. Anyway, I, uh, I digress. Um, the other one, I've just named a really random name. Um, the two, the one, 202nd Legion. Um, <laughs> pull a number out. It can be literally pull a number out. Like, like last week in the game. Six. When I was like, what? Oh, mate, guys, <laughs> yeah. I was gone. By then, that last week, I, I re-listened to last week's show just to see how bad I was. And I was like, do you know what? For a lot of it, I, won't. I was all right. But um, the game, flaming out, I was done by then, mate. I was like, what? What? I uh, didn't even do the spoonerism at the end of the show. No. Nope. Oh, well. You left us dry. Right. Okay. So with this, uh, an elite clone trooper squad show setting during, set during the Clone Wars based on the Ark Trooper episode from the Gendi Clone Wars 2003. Um, very much, uh, what it says on the tin, action packed. This is the one that I look at it and I go, do you know what? That won't even make it past <laughs> much. <laughs> yeah, Just yeah. Pra- practically might be good in animation kind of treads on the toes of bad batch maybe a wee bit um but it could be really cool there would be a lot of those like clone wars boys uh and girls that like would be all over this um but is it needed i'm not sure so but that was just an idea i thought it could it could be really cool could be we're talking like three episodes or like shorts I wouldn't mind experimenting with that too. You know, not all our shows maybe need to be these episodic triumphs of seasons and renewals of seasons. And, you know, maybe it is just a real short mini series that's canon. It's live action. Here you go. So that's just a thought too. Yeah, no, no, you're right, mate. Some of these don't have to be like, obviously the one, I'm not going to go into this one because we've been through it so many times before. I do think we need a Ray Finn and post story, post Tross. We need, you can't just set them up and then, oh, and then they will live happily ever after the end. Now let's go back to the OT forever and ever. You've got to give something, but that can be animated as well. Um, I I like the idea of going back to the prequels. I would love to see a, uh, again, this is one of the, Never going to happen, but in my head would be fun. Um, Jedi of the prequel trilogy. Remember in Fallen Order, you had that geezer, um, Taron Malakos on Dathomir. Oh, brilliant. Just like other Jedi in the era, because we saw the ones in the Jedi Council. didn't really do much apart from Geonosis. Um, It'd be just nice to see what was happening with the Jedi in the uh, prequel era, because some of them, like Taron Malakos, they knew, they they, they foresaw this. They knew that the Jedi were, were going to fall. I'd love to see kind of that aspect of as well is, you know, people like him and Kent Quinlan Voss, those who are outside of the council had kind of had more freedom to be able to just think how they wanted to do uh, and be a bit more realistic, a bit more pragmatic. So I'd love to see something like that, like just Jedi of the prequel era. Um, another thing I'd like is between six and seven again, it's um, like an aftermath esque story. And by that, I mean characters which are unrelated to the big boys. You know, you've got, in those books, you've got five or six characters, which by and large have got no relevance to the story. They're not descendants of a Skywalker or a Solo or a Palpatine or anyone. They're just, you know, people or bounty hunters. I'd like to see it as they, as they kind of like traverse the era between six and seven, because we can also dip into the politics there. They can, unc- you know, go and find out, you know, first order spies are out there. Maybe, maybe hook up with a couple of people like Ochi and people like that. Maybe not hook up, but you know what I mean? Just come across oh. It's just a way of, um, it's just a way of opening that era again, like Andor's going to yeah. do a kind of like Andor esque series, 
but yep. with new with totally new characters set between six and seven which, which isn't going to impact on the skywalker saga because we're not talking about han or we're not following the adventures of uh whoever it's new characters so you 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 you're free of the shackles which is a uh phrase i use a lot of, but Give yeah. us something between six. Don't be scared to give anything between six and seven. It can go on for a few seasons. It can just be one year in the in in the thirty uh, odd years. But I'd like to see new they're characters. They're doing it, man. They're doing it. They're, we they're need doing it, man. it, and I think we do. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. They do need it. It needs it the most right now. But yeah. again, yeah. understandably so. Understandably so. In the grand scheme of things, sequels are new. So you know. Yeah, and 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 the sequels are done now, so you know they can they can they can play around with a lot, just like Clone Wars did, and that's fine. Um, Clone Wars, Clone Wars. Well, you've said something. You've kind of said something that's really similar to my next thing. This is my this realistically is my last big kind of um, suggestion pitch. And this is the one that I'd maybe like the most, you know. Okay. This is I, I've named it. It's a bit of a lame name. I'd I'd, I'd want a different name, but um, <laughs> you know, timings. Uh, unknown regions. After oh, the Battle yes. of Exegol, change is needed. A small crew, a small crew of ragtags, are hired by the Republic. I've just gone back to naming it the the Republic, not the New New Republic, because that's what it would be new, then. New. By unless we want a monarchy now, I don't know. Um, hired <laughs> by the Republic to explore the unknown regions. This would be the closest thing to Star Trek in Star Wars. Chiss reintroduction Ooh. of a more uh, a ch- Chiss reintroduction and a more grounded maybe Yuzan Vong, i.e. Mm-hmm. they're not immune to the force, they're, but they're, they're, they're an evil in that part of the galaxy. Yeah. But basically, the, the, the Republic needs to figure out, like, we can't let Exegol happen again, yeah. right? Then that's the catalyst for this show. Um, but it starts with a very small group of guys that are just doing some freelance work for the Republic. That's my, that's my pitch. You are such a dirtbag. One of mine was, it wasn't called Unknown Regions, but my, my note just says, set in unknown regions. Oh. It's unknown for a reason, man. You can do anything you want out there. Anything. Yeah. Because nobody knows about it. Yeah. So I think that'd it's be great, It's very mate. Star Trek. It's very Star Trek. But you could also, like, Star Wars and Star Trek are so different. Like, I was even mm-hmm. saying something to my father-in-law, like, the other day. I was like, I was talking about how... I had this crazy Samsung X-ray the other day. The whole thing, I had an X-ray on my chest. The whole thing lasted like two minutes. I literally went, stood somewhere, laser pointed at me, breathe in, breathe out, right, do it again. Burp, that done. That's it. <laughs> well, and I, just, that's, I was like, what the heck? It was this Samsung like gun that came down from the ceiling. And maybe it weren't an X-ray. I don't Worrying. know. Um, <laughs> it, honestly, the whole thing. And I said, Wow, in my head, I was, and I said to the missus, I was like, is that something out of Star Wars? But I was like, well, actually, it's like something out of Star Trek, you know, because Star Wars is way more like stuff doesn't work. Things are yes. kind of a bit tatty. So there's, there's a clear distinction and you can make them, you can make it really different is the point I'm trying to make. But it's that idea of going into the unknown, like what a lot of Star Trek does and is. That could be really cool that could be filth again set that in the unknown regions and you're away because again you've got much more freedom of which to tell your story you're not you can't well we can't put it on coruscant because this happened then they no, do, do it in the unknown regions you're free mate um yes mate i had the unknowns 
Uh, and the rest of them I've got are literally just, these would be nice. So uh, one of them would be a High Republic show. Of course, we're getting the Acolyte, but th- there's mm-hmm. no guarantee that's actually going to, it's set at the end of the High Republic. Filming but next that, year, isn't it? In the UK? Uh, uh, it's going to be filming towards, it's not at the beginning of next year. It's more towards the uh, middle uh, to the fall of next year. And um, it's here, isn't it? They're filming yeah, that. Yeah, so I'll film this over here, yes, mate. So, mm. But that could be, it says that at the end of the High Republic, that may actually just be the start of the the period between the High Republic and the uh, the, the Phantom Menace. So, But something in the High Republic would be filth. Um, something set between eight and nine. We've got a year or so between Last Jedi and, and Tross. Yes, we had Resistance. Uh, but um, something else <laughs> set between eight and nine, just, just again, to build out the state of the galaxy. So when we get to Tross, we've got more of an understanding of what was happening in the galaxy. What was the, what were the stakes? What was the, um, what was, what was the galaxy like? So when we get to that moment where you did it, Lando, or whatever he says, yeah, we now know that actually Lando went to, a, it went out to all these places where, which had no hope. Show that in the series, show the galaxy buckling under the first order. Yeah. So when yeah. Lando gets him, yeah. it's like, you naughty boy, Lando. Um, uh, yeah, I want it's to a great see- idea. But imagine if Resistance was that. Well, it should have been. And it, <laughs> and it should fair, have been, but- yeah. And, and it, it, it's enough a shame because it does suit that animated landscape. Yeah. I, I, I really hope they revisit that. I really hope they revisit that because once again, that era, that sequel era, you know, especially what you're describing would work so well animated. It, it would. It just, it just and it wouldn't worked. be any less a canon. Not, not canon. It wouldn't be any less quality. Sorry, either. Yeah. There we go. So, uh, but yeah. The only other no, ones it's I've got, a, it's mate, a good. Yeah, go on. Go no, on. no. But the only one I've, I've got, got is if you want to do something in the OT, just, do it like we mentioned with the prequels just or sorry the one but i mentioned between six and seven set it in the ot but different characters not related to the main saga and just how was the conflict affecting them i would like to see the um in an animated show set after tross i would also like to see the the arcs of someone like you know, rose Jana, Zuri, bliss they just turned up now see you later gone again um we don't need full stories but it'd be nice to know what they yeah. got up to and of course yeah. Young Palpatine with Plagueis is the one I think a lot of people would like, but I've been over that ad nauseum. That that one I can see being fairly realistic, but just not yet. Yeah, I'd agree. We like you've said we've 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 mentioned that many times, many many times. Um, yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree with that. The only other note I had, and mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. So, I, but I think it's worth mentioning. <laughs> just. Because of how good it is, this project is just so good. So good. That it would translate perfectly, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> in, yeah. into uh, a series, uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Oh. That story is, oh. it's very well done. It's very, very well done. Um, so imagine that, imagine if it were like part of that kind of, I don't know. Yeah. That's the only other thing I could, I, I, I wrote down and I didn't I'm even here. expand on it really. I was like, yeah, that's enough for that. I'm like, here for that, mate. That's, I'm here for it. explains itself. Yeah. I'm here for it, man. But sure. roll on Jedi Fallen 2, Jedi Fallen yes. Order 2, which I think it, it, that's still going ahead, isn't it? So Oh, absolutely. still going ahead. That's, that's being re- it's being produced uh, or worked on as we speak. So that's going to be coming out 2023 the, by all accounts and cannot wait to follow the Mantis crew again. But um, well, there's our Disney Plus uh, series. You may or may not hear what some of you lot wanted to see a bit later on. But uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed our little uh, pitch to Kathleen Kennedy. 
I am Boba Fett. The Book of Boba Fett, streaming December 29th, only on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> How does that boy. make you feel? I, I swear, like, Disney Lucasfilm, just like, yeah, let's fry a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> the most random. They're like, do you know what? Monday, trailer, bang. Yeah. Like, do you know what? We, we had Disney Plus Day, but let's put trailers out either side of it just for fun. What is going on there? But but the traction is all. Yeah, they also put out on the day the Spider Man tickets came out. But um, for the most part, the the social media is theirs to for people to mm. talk about. They're not fighting mm. of anything else. That's true. So we got a new Boba trailer. We've actually had two new clips. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, and I've seen it on the Discord. I've seen it on the tweets. I've seen it on the Insta. Uh, not much else because I don't go on much else to Star Wars opinion. I'm mean, a bit of TikTok. People are getting hyped for this show now, mm-hmm. and I think what's weird is that these two little teasers, these little snacks, are kind of like they're they they've got a better reaction than the initial trailer. Is it just me? <laughs> they've got what they've got a better reaction from me, but I think that might have also been because. Uh, because of the trailer i've seen the trailer so i've got a feeling for it and now we're just getting like we're getting the aromat sprinkled on top of that steak well you know we love aromat don't we look i'm popping some pills mate let you want me to you want me to i need i need something to encourage me to drink please mr Uh, mr hudson i can do that oh here here it comes oh yeah there we go med me up Drink, Med me drink, up. right drink, drink, um, drink. also the mate, book of boba fett trailer wasn't, you know what? wasn't the finest steak it was it was an okay steak the original trailer yeah. <laughs> do you know what mate as well yep. um the he goes i am boba fett he oh. says it in a way that you're like that sa- that sounds familiar and i had to think about it and i and i saw this i can't credit who or I, it might have been even someone on the discord um sounds just like just like the boba fett i am boba fett in the holiday special in the original mm. 1978 that's how he was introduced you know in the cartoon yeah yeah, like yeah. The- i remember that part yeah yeah um there is a little audio i sent mm-hmm. you to play can you can you play it for us you know what? I'm going to do that right now. You are alone. Maybe I can help you. I am Boba Fett. The ship you seek is nearby. They are here, friend. Wow, holiday special being mentioned on the sessions. Oh, no, George would hate it. it. But there we go. I am Boba Fett. It's like, I am Boba Fett. It's like the... It's the... It's Same cadence. That, I think it is. Like, don't forget Dave Filoni and John Favreau, the naughty boys. They love it. Being mentioned Life Day on the first episode of The Mandalorian. <laughs> Mando's gun is like from Boba in the holiday special, yeah. his 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 rifle rifle. Um mate, ridiculous. I'm now turning on some calcium tablets. So your turn. Tag your uh, move. Right. Your your move. Um yeah, the book of Boba. I am Boba Fett. You're damn right you are. That sounded great. That just sounds. I'm trying to work out in my head. You know what? Who is he saying that to, and in what uh, context? It, has somebody has somebody come into the palace and be like, "Who who are you to sit on that throne?" And he's like, "I'm Boba Fett." And then everyone's like, "Whoa, we thought you were dead." Or um, maybe, <laughs> maybe maybe he's talking to himself in the mirror, trying to pep himself up. He's like, "I am Boba Fett." Yeah, I maybe. I'm Boba Fett. 
I am, Bobber. Um, but I, but you know, I, I like the trailer. Again, we don't get we're not getting a huge amounts of what's going on necessarily. Of course, no, we're getting not. cool shots. We're getting lots more atmospheric stuff. We're seeing Boba going ham with his weapons, and we're seeing him looking all beefy and buffed up in his new polished armor. But we're just getting these little uh, in this one. We're just getting this little hints like I am Boba Better. Fett. The legend is back, which is what they're peddling. You know, the legend returns. The fact that the only, pretty much, the only word he says is that I am mm. Boba Fett. You know, sit, the rest of you sit down. You know, Daddy's back. So um, mm. I think this tra- this trailer teaser. Sorry, it's not a trailer. This teaser looked very decent. It was accompanied by two posters: one of Boba Fett and one of Fennec Shan. It should just be called the Book of Fennec Shan. Don't worry about Boba. Two boss-looking posters, and the revelation that it's a seven-episode original series. Now, I read that, and I thought, original series, does that indicate more than one? Because they're not calling it a limited-run seat series. So uh, I don't know if that they've is a kind of confirmation that. of that. They've said that about every um, Disney well, Plus some, show, though. Well, so they've come out in some of them and have, and have said limited. Like, uh, they've said now Ahsoka is limited. I read that somewhere. But, but they um, do that, although that's true, in the, in what I'm saying is in the marketing, in the branding, they'll just say original, like um, Queen's Gambit original series, Netflix. There's not going to be a uh, sequel to it, but do, does that, oh, not the Queen's Gambit, I think it's be. more of a, huh? Not the Queen's Gambit, there won't be, no. No, no. But they, they would say like, oh, it's an original series. Do you know what I mean? It's like a branding thing. More no, than, no, of course, yeah. I think we also know that there's pretty much know there's going to be a second season. The, 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 the rumours and rumblings that I've heard have said it's happening. Plus, what, obviously, the book. The, 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 the yeah, book plus, plus the, I've got my ears to the ground, man. Plus, remember that cap as well, which is like it's season one of the book of Boba Fett and things like that. Mm. So, and again, remember, and also, what well, just on the investor day when, um, Kathy's like all these things that can converge into one, you know, big event at the end of it, you know, Boba Fett, Mando, Ahsoka, they're all going to go and take on our big blue boy, uh, Thrawn. So, um, having more than one season would, you know, would, uh, make that make sense somewhat. But, um, no, I thought this, this teaser looked good. And like you said, we got, uh, we got another teaser as well, which dropped. I want to say today. Did it drop as TV spot? Yeah, it was today, mate. It yeah, was today Boba in Bacta, and we get another a voiceover. Um, you know, Boba Fett. I I was left for dead in the sands of Tatooine, mm. and we see one of the shots we've already seen of the of the sand uh, Tuscan Raiders coming to get him. But then, mate, we get the titular shot, which looked great. Boba in Bacta. Who put him there? Where is he? How long is he in there for? How much damage did he sustain? Obviously, we don't know that from the trailer, but it's a cool image, isn't it? Oh, it's beautiful for starters. Uh, well, I want let's talk about both of the imagery and stuff because there's not like tons of stuff in both of these like teasers. No. But the, the cityscape in the first teaser, oh my he loves days! It. Oh my days! Um, I will revisit that bookmark that thought because they talk about the cityscape in the empire magazine yes, that came do. out this week um om it looks fantastic looks gorgeous yep um it did the, the shots were just filling me with that favreau feloni quality i was like mate yes yeah this looks tremendous i can't wait to see it um even with the boba in the tank boba in the tank come on Come on. Oh, bro, it, uh, it, was, it was sick. Another thing pretty much confirmed. Uh, there is a shot um, where they are looking at the 
Slave One, Fire Spray, Boba's Starship, whatever stupid name you want to call it. Um, I don't care. I don't care. I'm beyond, uh, I'm past it. Don't care. Um, um, whatever they want to call it. And I'm sure they might even refer to it in the show, even if they don't. Again, don't really I care. I love that they give it a completely different name just to confuse people. Who cares? I don't know. Uh, like we all know what it is. Oh, Boba Fett. Yeah. Okay. Right. Anyway, um, listen. Right now, I ain't got the energy to deal with it. <laughs> it's just like, I can't be bothered. Can't I haven't be bothered. got the energy it's for that, that kind of rubbish any yeah, time c- of the day. It's Boba yeah, Starship. You want to call it Slave One, do it. I think it's a cool name. For, um, yeah, I do. Fire I do Spray too. is also a cool name because it it's gives right. cool imagery. But Yeah, it's, it's, and that's yeah. the name of the sh- actual model, isn't it, anyway? Right, so yeah, yeah, class, not, like, yeah. neither, are, neither are wrong anyway. So Exactly. But anyway, anyway. Right. Um, when they're looking at that, Matty Boy... Boba is actually still in his old garms. Did you mm-hmm. notice that? I did not notice that. Yeah, he's still in his old garms, like the ones before um, the chapter in the Mando where he gets his armor back, the tragedy. Oh, sorry. Yes, no, I did. I did notice mm. that. Sorry. Mm. Yeah. I thought so, you meant his like, Return of the Jedi era kind of armor. Like, I didn't notice that. Yeah, it's like parked in a garage. <laughs> and it's yeah, like yeah. oh oh yeah it's it, i love that because i was like it's like it's an old car that's just been parked in like an old it it was it was great for a split second you're like wow that's so that's sick awesome. um because yeah it, it, to me that confirms flashbacks oh dude as soon as he said um they left me for dead on the sands of tatooine that is um that is it that's when that's when i knew that that was him narrating over the flashback, like we've got yeah. with um, Corn on the Cobb Vanth in uh, Mando when he was narrating over his own flashback of how he got the armor. We're going to find out via the narration and flashback how Boba well got eaten, uh, lost the armor, and crawled out of the belly of the beast. Which, oh mate, well, broke. I was going to say, I was going to, f- I'm, I'm literally finger gunning you right now. <laughs> finger guns. At, f- imagine Luke Bly finger guns right at Matt Matt Hudson's face, biting his lip at the same time, and I'm going, Matt. Over or under eighty percent? Oh no, forget it. Ninety percent. Are we see- are we seeing the account of Boba escaping the Sarlacc pit? Ninety percent over. I'm going to go ninety nine point nine percent sure we're going to see right. it. They, the fig- almost, it's, it's almost like they they have to. Almost, it's like it's almost sacrilege if they don't do that. The finger guns go back in the pocket. And they yeah. shake I mean, your hand. They shake the your old, hand, uh, mate. The Jan- Django and Boba when they uh, spin the spin the blaster before holstering it again. That's if we're shaking hands again. I don't know. Fist bump? Are we? We're fist bumping. No, we're fist bumping. No, nope, not in Essex. We're not. We're, we're certainly fist bumping. We're masking up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're putting anyway. our Boba Fett helmets and our Sith trooper helmets on, and we're fist yeah. bumping. <laughs> Yeah, I have got my Boba Fett helmet right here, and Mine's, uh, I can't reach mine. It's just over there. My Sith trooper. Mate mate um oh yeah exciting it. stuff exciting stuff the these these teasers have really impressed me they've really impressed me and they've it's it, it, i don't know what it is the tones just um yeah oh, teases can, yeah it's, it's what te- they're doing it they're teasing tease. it's a tease it's a tease oh, so matt uh, yeah i'm excited i i think that's about it that's their job and there's not much else to 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 dig around is is there is there apart from not the empire really. stuff, the magazine stuff 
Yeah, other than that, yeah, I mean the TV spots are great. We don't hear we don't hear or see enough of Fennec, uh, despite her having a poster released. But it is, of course, the book of Boba Fett. We're definitely getting flashbacks. We are going to, um, you know, it's not, little lest it be for me to say, I will I will bet a pint on that because I think everybody knows it's coming that we're going to see the flashbacks of how he got out. Um, but yeah, like you say, these there's a beautiful synergy between how this looks and Mando obviously because of the showrunners and the people involved. Uh, so you, you can watch this in Mando concurrently and you don't feel like you're watching things from different universes. That's going to be pretty cool. And they're building upon, they're building upon the legend with the whole, just I am Boba Fett and left for dead and Tatooine and that they're, they're building the mythology ready. They're building the myth, the legend before they unleash it in December. So they're yeah. for one, and that's yeah. not for one. That's a lie. Cause I watched the force awakens trailers earlier again. Yeah, I did. They're great. But yeah, now no, Disney, no. when they get, when they get their marketing right, bro, they get it right. And for me, yes, that last trailer didn't hype everyone up as much as we all thought it would, but it set the, it laid the foundation and they're now building upon it for the slope for four weeks time when we finally get it, bro. So yeah, no, I'm no happy, complaints man. here. Lukey boy Summerfield on the old Discord was yeah. like, you know, when he's in the back to tank. Uh, well, Luke Summerfield. Uh, yeah, when Luke Summerfield's in the back to tank. After day of work. <laughs> when, yes. No, when when Boba's in the back to tank, uh, he goes. I bet that will be the flashback. That will be when the flashbacks happening. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. He's he's dreaming in the tank. It's like, yeah, that's that makes a lot of sense. Oh, too. I see. Yeah, and that's a good shout as well. Yeah, yeah, mm, right. So um, yeah, well, unless unless it is on one of those. Join the meetings. Discord. It's yeah, come join the Discord. Bobby Lawson was the latest to join. Nice one, geezer. Um, but or it could, be, or he could be recounting it to Fennec, or so, or, or or somebody or another close ally who may or may not be returning. Some of the people who may show up in this series are mind-blowingly cool. So we got to wait and see for a month, one month's time, mate. But Empire, the magazine, dude, the the article was. It was mm. full of good stuff. You know, Star Wars it usually was. keeps things close to their chest. Of course, there's no spoilers in the article, but. There's some really cool tidbits of info, isn't there? Like you mentioned with the cityscape. Yeah, so the cityscape is basically 110% confirmed to be Mos Espa from Phantom Menace. (laughs) And that makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, no, that is that does make a lot of sense because even I was thinking like during Phantom Menace, you know, where like Annie lives and where Mm -hmm. like Annie, where little Annie lives, where Watto lives. Matt, can we just take a moment to oh, wait. to like digest that we could see Watto? Don't say, don't, don't give me hope, <laughs> Matt. Can we just re- can we just take a moment to realise that this could happen, Bubba? <laughs> oh, mate, there's a there's a chance. Uh, just, hey, look, like, maybe maybe Watto um, short changes Boba and he kills him. Oh. <laughs> Mate, like in a world where Mandalorian exists and we had pit droids, and uh, <laughs> I'm here for it. I I'm hope so, here. mate, because it ties everything in. Pod racing, oh. pod racing, rod mate. pacing. Give us all the pod racing episodes we can get. Us, we love a pod race. Give us all the rod pacing, please. <laughs> rod, pacer. world's number one rod. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love the yeah Mos Espa. What did they say? Um, yeah, hut controlled settlement Mos, es- Mos Espa, last seen in the prequel trilogy. Like any big city, there are big different. Uh, there are different neighborhoods, different quarters, and he'll have to try and find, uh, fill out who's living there, 
and how the power structure plays out under the leadership of the different factions. Sick. Sick. This show, do you think it's mostly just going to be on Tatooine? Um, yeah, I think it will I'm, do. And I'm here for that. I'm here for that. I don't think it necessarily has to be like, let's jump to another planet this week. It doesn't need to be. And I don't mind. I I love new planets. But if we're going to be, we're on Tatooine anyway. Like if he's like, do you know what, lads? Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's just focus on Tatooine. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Oh, we've, mate. We've got seven episodes, Jump. mate. The, the last time we saw Boba, he was being gobbled by a Sarlacc on Tatooine. The, well, yeah. the, the, well, the previous last time. The actual last last slash first time we saw him recently was when he w- was on Tatooine, when he was watching Mando speed off with his armor. He just got back from Cobb Vance. So yeah. when he bookend it, the, only, the, the, the two most recent sightings we had of him t- was Return of the Jedi, Tatooine, and his first reappearance on Mando was... Tatooine, so you know he's right. in that spin those five years he may have gone elsewhere but we've only got seven episodes you've got to imagine they're going to be 30 35 minutes each doesn't need to go off world and in this case it fits there is always going to be the oh great we're staying on Tatooine we can't get away from the ot boring and yet there is that sense of that i really would love them to get out of the, the ot period however with mando there was a necessity to jump planets and when they went back to Tatooine, that was fine okay they they just happened to be near Tatooine which is how the prequel trilogy started they just happened to be near Tatooine um to get the ship the part their ship needed but with Boba if they just stay on the Tatooine bro this is not gratuitous and it makes much more sense in fact for them not to go off because like the like the uh, um, article says you know big boy there's a power vacuum and someone's got to fill it and big boy Boba you know he's he's got he's got no experience at trying to get um, a crim- criminal sin right. together, let alone and the article it. says the, the article actually talks about that, doesn't it? It says that's what I mean. Yeah, I've, I've got he, it. I'm reading. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, gone. No, no, fine, mate. It's, it's just um, that you don't. Why would you need to go off world? I mean, yeah, you can go off world to see other criminal syndicates, but you're Boba Fett. There's a power vacuum on Tatooine where in hut space, everyone's going to be surely everyone's going to be piling to Tatooine to try and take that space, that area, that palace. Surely they don't need to go off, off, off world, bro. Because it, it says somewhere again in the article that it's like Boba is used to winning and he's used to yeah. being like the best at his craft, but this he's not. He, like this is all brand new to him. And <laughs> it's like, yeah, that makes, again, a lot of sense. He's, he's mm-hmm. trying to fill a void of what Jabba, what, like, Jabba did such a good job. So, yeah, that's... Yep. that's and again, th- this, this, this article is very upfront, very, yeah. very upfront and honest about how Agreed. it is seriously inspired by m- mafia films, gangster films, American mafia and gangster films. Um, and exciting. it is exciting. It is exciting. And it seems like this production really has a clear idea of what it's meant to be. And that's what we're asking because we're going, we're not really 100% sure what it's about, right? That's all we're saying about the trailers. It doesn't really yeah, give away too much about the plot. What Empire Magazine, what this article has done, and I, I really suggest, like, go out and buy this uh, Empire Magazine. Have a read with a cup of tea or coffee or whatever takes your fancy. A beer, if you can have that. If you Smoothie. Want. Yeah. 
And uh, bubble tea. I like yep, bubble tea. Boba tea. You know. Boba tea. I have a bu- right. Forget oh, everything boba. else. I have a boba tea. Have a boba tea. And it is left me for dead with my boba tea. And get the brightest lamp in your house and read this bad boy because it's really given me a sense of what this show is about. Yeah. You know, it's really, it's filled me with that, like the, the, it's like, oh, I see, I can clearly see there's a passion and a purpose for this show coming from Favreau, Filoni, Kathy Kennedy, Robert Rodriguez. So, man, I am hyped for this stuff. There, there's a million and one things I could quote from this, but, you know, I'd really suggest people read it. Uh, Filoni's like dropping some filth in here as well, as he usually does. You know, there's just so much love in this, Matt. There is so much love from these guys. You know, they, these guys talking about like Filoni getting the Boba Fett figure mm-hmm. when he's a kid and everything. Yep. And now, it, oh, come on. It, the filth it, is it, real. Yeah, it, it just, it's coming off the pages. Is it just me? No, like, it's, it's not, it's mate. So, it's not. It's, mm. I'm re- when I read it, it's just. Same with Mando, you you get that kind of infectious um, vibe from John and Dave and everyone involved in the Mando production when you see them talking about it, and I'm, and you're getting that with Boba, exactly like you just said, bro. You're getting that. Robert Rodriguez gets it. He he seems to me like he gets the character. He knows what needs to be done. He knows, like you mentioned, you've got the gangster influences. He also goes on to say that Boba is going to go full barbarian. He's going to be unhinged in this. So people people are going to get that as well. We're going to get. Uh, we seem to be getting a more uh, a softer side. I don't mean he's you know he's always an oh friend, but in the tra- ooh, in the trailer, like when friend. he was up on the top of the palace with Fennec and that, and they're just looking out, it looked like calmer, more serene moments. So we're going to get a bit of everything, and I'm so excited. And I'm I'm not also going to say I want to chuck this in as the last thing I've got to say. Okay, no 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 leaks, no on set issues with Mando two, no issues, full of leaks. I don't even I know, know other than Jennifer Beals. I don't even know who else is in this thing. Well, I don't know let me tell happening. you something. Let me tell you something, mate. One thing you d- I did notice, page 55, because I've seen all the images anyway, pretty much. Um, most of the images from this article, they're gorgeous. Again, yeah, another yeah. reason to pick it up. Um, but page 55, John Favreau there doing his ting. Yep. Your boy's got a mask on. <laughs> yeah covid this yeah. this production was made during covid yeah. i think things were just generally a bit tighter well i think they were tighter but also we have let's let's call it what it is we spent the last episode and this one calling out lucasfilm for their perceived failures and not being able to get things over the line mm. book of boba fett seeming even in fact during covid as well has managed to film they've managed to shoot and hope by the sounds of hopefully put something great together there's been no casting leaks there's been no story leaks it's a well-run ship, and that go that's that's from the top down. That's called that's Kathy Kennedy, works, Colin mate. Wilson, everyone. So works. Yeah, the hype is getting the hype is growing, bro, isn't it? I know, I know, I feel that, I feel that. And reading this, it's like the love, the love that is just put, coming off the pages. It's like, yeah, this is. Um, and listen, we know this is this is going to be this is our an article that would have been signed off by Lucasfilm. Let's course, not yeah. make a mistake about that. Yeah, like we know. Um, and to some extent there's, there's that feeling of, well, what is, you know, like true journalism, but again, yeah, yeah, you know, this is Hollywood, mate. Like, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're going to find out in, in, in less than a month now, less than a month. Less than four weeks, mate. We're going to be opening the book of Boba Fett. 
Hey, this is Vanessa Marshall, the voice of Harrison Dula from Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Oh, yes, we've pulled the Essex Falcon outside of our favourite dusty drinking hole. Luke's off the beer. I'm not drinking beer either. We're both going to go and have a carbonated soft drink or maybe even just a water. However, we are going to enter the Bantina. Luke, shall we? Let's do it. Uh. Yes, muscles, muscles. Uh, there must be oh. steroids on. Each yeah, week, loads new world to the show. Roid Rage, Power of the Force. We sit down with you guys, the greatest listeners in the galaxy. We have a couple of Kef beers, or water, whilst we get your thoughts on our main discussion. And this week, woohoo! What a belter. We asked, what Disney Plus series would you like to see? And I'm telling you, Blilo Ren, they're still coming in now. So uh, we've managed to kind of <laughs> nail a few down here. Yeah, Twitter does this thing every now and then, right? Where <laughs> we'll, we'll put something out, and then it goes, <laughs> yep, checks out. <laughs> Let's spread it across Twitter. <laughs> I checked it this now, and it's, just, it's still coming. Some great ideas. Some I'm not going to repeat on the show, of course. No, but there's, no. Uh, there's a lot that made me laugh, for, for better or worse. We got some great responses, some shotgun responses. Like we did some, like you know, you can react to Instagram stories, like with li- little messages. Yes. Um, ironic design said nature hey, documentaries. Luke Summerfield, Palpatine Chronicles. Luca <laughs> Charlery. <laughs> Teen Yoda, uh, Mark Walker photo, Carizian Chronicles, oh. Poe Dameron, um, Pod Racing, loads of Pod Racing, Sticky mm-hmm. Pop, Home Cooking with Aunt Baru, <laughs> uh, Storm, Truce, Storm Chasing with Chira, Algis, Dave <laughs> Dunn, our boy, Maul watching uh, the training from Young Palps, a dark, twisted Star Wars, please. That's obviously Darth Maul. Um, Mactaria Architecture, Grand Admiral Thrawn. That's all I'm going to say. We got some mm. great, great, great responses, and we got tons more than that. Um, Pete from around the galaxy, our good friend and lad over in the States great of pod racing, but covered like a real sport. Completely scripted and, of course, fictional, but presented <laughs> as a full season of pod racing championship series. Yes. And even Pete's tweet on that has got like some movement, and uh, some people were commenting on that. People loving it. Silver uh, Mr. Fox, isn't it? Oh, he is a silver fox, actually. He's a proper beefcake, proper lad. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Daft Prawn, loved the name, said, I've said previously I'd love a crime and mystery Disney Plus series based on Coruscant, something along the lines of Idris Elba's Luther with a, br- <laughs> with a Blade Runner or altered carbon flavour. Could be amazing. That is, that's original, isn't it? Mr. Clever Prawn, more like. Yeah, Mr. Intelligent Prawn, wink, <laughs> wink. <laughs> Mr. Creative um, uh, Crustacean. Oh, naughty boy. Um, the Intelligent iRobot Prawn. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It was stupid. I mean, Mace. stupid. That's dumb. Yeah, meds. Christopher Marino said Chiss Ascendancy as well. Ben Potter said Maz Kanata's Bar, where she tells stories of the Old Republic, High Republic, and Empire. Little spin-off stories. That's a great idea. That's a good shout. It's a great idea. Love it. We've got some creative listeners, man. Love it. (laughs) We have. That's fantastic, in fact. Um, Nice one, guys. Uh, Journals of the Will said Quinlan Voss, Post Order 66. Working as a bounty, a hunter, I assume that means, haunted by the night sister ghost of a Sarge Ventress. Is he real or is he mad? Inquisitors. 
da, bish bash bosh there we go Quinn and Voss after 66 bounty hunter Assage ghost is he mental is she real inquisitors we love to see it the kids love it we all love it thank you for that mate uh, Simon Lee Tranter said I'd love to see something disconnected from exist- existing Star Wars characters and stories I can't help feeling Star Wars is becoming too much like Marvel where everything has to be directly connected linked or part of a story phase the galaxy is huge the timeline is long and there are lots of stories to tell an anthology show could work well something akin to visions but live action get guest directors in and allow them to play in the star wars sandbox Mm. Uh, i really like that idea simon by the sounds of it i think luke does too yeah i like that idea i think that's i think that's a dope idea yeah definitely and um this one one of these ones we've now got a voice message from uh from the, the northern beast the Mancalorian, Adrian Chorley. One of the things he says in this, I would love. It may be my favourite one as well. Lest it be for me to talk about it. Here is Adrian to say what Disney Plus series he'd like to see. Hello, Star Wars Sessions. Mancalorian speaking to you today from, frankly, Hoth-like conditions. My Disney Plus idea is a simple one sitcom where Ray and Finn, now Jedi Master and Knight in their 30s, have to deal with Grogu's difficult teenage years. Poe fills the role of the irresponsible uncle. Adam Driver returns as the ghost of Ben Solo, but the twist is not a single person can hear or see him. And today I've got a buy one get one free deal for you. An in-universe history programme narrated by none other than fellow northerner Beaumont Kin. Styled on the types of programmes we see on the History Channel, where they investigate Hitler's obsession with the occult or the legends of the Knights Templar, Beaumont would dive into wild speculation about things he knows nothing about. He's already teased the first few episodes. Episode 1, Dark Science. Episode 2, Cloning. Episode 3, Secrets Only the Sith Knew. Right, I'm off to fight a wumper. May the force be with you all. That yes. northerner. That second yeah. one, mate, I would love it, to see. Does. You kind they, of Do you know what they love up north? Do you know what they love up Yeah, gravy. A proper brew. <laughs> For Yorkshire. <laughs> um yeah, I'd love to see like a National Geographic show or a um a show show like that where it's they take this the history as like as gospel, where you, so you've got Beaumont Kin, who was of course um Dominic Monaghan in The Rise of Skywalker. No, he's going around because yeah. he, he, you know, this is more, he's telling us about what happened with the Sith back in the day and all this other stuff. I think that could be pretty, it's it, pretty fun. Like it's, it's basically the visual dictionary and all that kind of, all that kind of stuff, but it's great it's idea to life. And I think that's pretty good. I genuinely, I think that's a good idea. I, I, I completely agree. And I think it'd be, it'd be a really good way. Like Marvel have started doing uh, the, the irony of we're, we're mentioning Marvel and that, um, Marvel do do this thing called like Marvel Legends, like just little recaps and um, yep. summaries into like specific things. Um, but it's it is documentarian a little bit, um, and yeah, I I think something that's actually in universe, like you're watching it in universe, would be absolutely sensational. It's yep. a great idea. It's a great idea. I love it. I'm here for it. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And it's like, it's not, it's just tell. it's just telling a sequence of events. It's not really like canon. It's just kind yeah. of like, 
it, this was a, a battle. Idea. This is what happened. And this is this is what who fought, and this is the tactics. They, it could be great, mate. It could be a lot of fun. So Disney, come on, Kathy. Give it yeah, to us. Come on. That's, that's what we want. The Mandalorian has spoken. He has spoken. Uh, as have a a lot of people as well. And they're still quote tweeting now. So thank you if you're listening, everyone. Sorry we couldn't get around to all of them. They're genuine this time there genuinely was far too many. But I got a good giggle out of the most of them. And some of them did make me think, Oh damn, they're cleverer than I am. Best not read that one out, but that I joke. But um yeah, thank you for everyone for sending those in. If we didn't get around to you this week or to playing any voice messages, you know what we're gonna say. Please do keep sending in your questions and your comments sorry each week uh because we love reading them and we will endeavor to get you on a future edition of the bantina for extra content go to patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions you know it's gonna be so good best podcast best podcast Best podcast. That's right. Is the spiciest part of the Budabop Antina Patreon questions section. We love it. You love it. The kids love it. Matty boy, are you ready for the filth? As always. As always. Scott Fisher, our boy, opens us up um, good and proper with this question with the likes of the Disney Plus shows of Ahsoka and Obi-Wan on their way. And with Tim Morrison returning to Star Wars for the Mando and now Book of Boba Fett, it had me wondering. It had Scott wondering, would Disney take advantage of having Tim Morrison back and use him perhaps as a live action appearance of all the clones again? I knew it. In upcoming Disney Plus shows, could we potentially see a live action aged and retired Captain Rex in Ahsoka perhaps? What are your lads' thoughts? Um, Matty boy, take us away. Tem, Scott, he, Scott, he he, he's it, happy he? to be back. He's he happy is. to be back. He's getting Scott, buff. He loves the clone. He's a he's, get, he's getting proper buff on those Polynesian spas of his. Yeah, um, yeah. He's yeah. Scott, mate, you always bring the filthy. Your clone related questions always take me back to a happier time, just the prequel era. But so for this, yeah, Tem's back. He was in Mando, of course. He's in Book of Boba Fett. He even said, "I am Boba Fett." He's our boy now. He's Boy Buffett. Now, would Disney take advantage of having him? Now, I don't think they would go as far as to have a a clone-centric live-action series, because we did, I think Lara Ren mentioned that up top with the 202 um, Squadron. I don't think they'll go yeah. full clones and go full um, go full whack, but I could potentially see a live-action aged and retired Captain Rex in the Ahsoka series, because he would be knocking on about 80 then. He would very much be retired. But, I, you know, he's there. Could they do it? Well, of course they could, yeah. And would I like to see it? Yes. Will it happen? jury's out on that one however i did see a really good bit of fan art the other day of uh, somebody took one of the stills from the boba fett um, article of tim morrison and um superimposed it onto a clone's body and it looked great they kind of aged him up a bit it looked fantastic so i would love to see it would i like to see it yes i want to see as much tim morrison as possible could we see it i'd say there's between a i'd say there's at least a 50 percent chance that is proper fencing that yeah. we'll see a uh, aged and ca- retired captain rex within the ahsoka series but if we don't then i don't think it's a missed opportunity per se because like, like luke said tim's loving it at the minute he'll, he'll come back whenever yeah this is it this is it um i i'm i'm i'm, I'm gonna copy 
pretty much what you've said because I do. I think it's fifty-fifty because Filoni has just such a love for these characters that I could see him bringing him back, even if it doesn't necessarily make sense. I I have these yeah. like. I have these DM battles of Luke Summerfield every now and then. Sometimes <laughs> from the sessions, I'm sure Matty Boy sees them. Bro, because- I saw the last one because I was at work and it was going. My phone kept um, blowing up. My phone, like Beyonce would say. Oh so no! What's going on? It's so it's the King of Wales and Blalo Ren just arguing about Captain Rex's age. It was great. <laughs> yeah. It was Wasn't really that good Because I was like, bro, I was like, mate, do the maths, yeah? The lad's in his 70s <laughs> or something like that. We're like going to, we're <laughs> doing it to and from. I'm like, you're telling me you got a 74-year-old at Battle of Endor. Like, yeah, mate, let's let's shoot up some Stormtroop. Are you joking? Some I don't know. Was getting, he's you getting do, angry. going to swing for you. Yeah. You do get some really buff 70, 70 people in their 70s, actually. Yeah, that, man. You know, so, yeah, that's so, it's so true. So I think maybe I've got a few things wrong there, but it's just like, it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, really? Rex is on Endor? Really? But, you know, if it were, I suppose what I'm trying to say, Matt, is, is it's not like I've got any meds to take at the moment, but I'm, I'm, I'm looking for an excuse for a little cheeky drink. It would come down to the execution. You know, I think it could happen, Scott. I think you might your wish may be granted. I'm not sure about the cro- the, 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 the crones. The clones. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm not sh- I'm not sure about the clones because that might be and this was the only thing with what i was saying with um my pitch earlier is that the practicality of de-aging it and then it's a lot of fuss it is a lot Mm. of fuss and i'm not sure if it'd be worth it unless it were really short form that could really work um maybe flashbacks mad imagine that that might be cool if we get little daniel logan and then 10 morrison clones or something what if we get that in book of boba fett bro we could do no inside information but we could do man i would man that would be crazy you've got him the only thing that stops me from the clone as well is 10 morrison would have to come up with a lot of different voices d bradley baker can do that because he's primarily a voice artist so he's used to you know, vo- uh, uh, voicing several different characters with uh, and memorizing their voices. Tim Morrison would have to create voices for all of these clones and mannerisms and remember them. Which again, anyone, you, he, I'm sure he can do that. But like you say, would that be too much of uh, too much to ask to be just for? Well, if it's a long, long a, a longer series, that might be quite a lot to ask. A short or a flashback could be done. Yeah, it's true. No, it's true. Scotty boy. I think I think there's a good chance, Scotty Boy. I think for for rex anyway but yeah we know i knew you were going to be cloned you're such, you're such clone boy love it <laughs> he loves it isn't he? um nice one scott local boy huh uh, so let us know what do you guys think are we going to get uh, any kind of tem clone hybrids again or even in the ahsoka series or are they going to give that the old nicks uh moving on paul mulholland speaking of boba fett he said looking at the latest still from the book of boba fett he's no stranger to a greg's what would be his choice from the glass display of wonder? For those that don't know, like in every bakery around the world, all of Greg's delicious, delightful, magical, mythical offerings, they're all encased behind this glass delight, this glass cavern. So, Loki boy, what's Boba Fett picking from Greg's? You know, what's, what's his um, pastry right. or savoury of choice? Okay. 
We, I always wonder, I always worry that we've got new listeners. Yeah, and we've had a few new listeners actually recently, and it's we've like, a few, fair few, yes. Do you know what Greg's is? It's a high street bakery chain, very <laughs> popular in Britain. It originally from north of Britain, and that's it's right. Travel fairly down. cheap, but not but, and it's but very, very cheerful. Good coffee, savoury pastries like British mm. savoury pastries and sweet pastries too. I mm. think our boy would be like a classic. It, but, do you know what? Not even that. I think he'd be he'd be bowling it in. He's been good all week, and he's like, "Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, splash out a little bit here, lads. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna have a sausage roll, steak bake, um, cheeky mocha, or hot beverage to go with it." because it is really cold, like Mancalorian oh, yeah. was saying at the moment. Um, snowed up in Manchester, didn't it? It's it up north snowed in like nothing's business, yeah. It's not snowed here in ages. No, nope, not properly. In our part of England. It doesn't snow like that. But anyway, um, yeah, and, and probably like a sweet to go with it. Uh, like a donut, one of their donuts, or their, I love their muffins. He'd get a muffin, he'd get a chocolate muffin because they're dense and filth like him. And if he, <laughs> if it's one of them Greg's, one of them new bad boys that has a little hot tray bit, has like a yeah, hot right. counter bit on the side as you're queuing up, you yeah. can get like those chicken tenders, you can get like those wedges, mate. He'd be all over that. Have one of them. What are they like? One pound twenty or something? Something like that. Yeah. Not much. I'll have one of those. You've got, like, for a fiver, six pounds, Greg's app. Are you having a laugh? Yep. Come on. Yep. You, and it's like they take galactic credits as well, so he's well in. Republic credit, sorry, so he's well in. Um, I don't think first, people will realise. Like, I don't realise the value. I th- honestly, if you're coming to London... I know there's not. It's harder to find a Greg's and like in like central central London. There are a few, but it's more of like a working class thing. So, but I know there's one in Westminster Underground. So, okay, take that for what it's worth. Knows where the Greg's are in London as well, and London's not very small. Actually, in the Underground, just before the ticket bits. So. Bear right, that in well, mind, lads. Next time I go Westminster way, I know I can't even eat it because I'm. Oh, oh maybe then I'll be I'll be buff like Boba and I can have one. The first thing I thought, mate, was <laughs> Boba. He, you know, he loves a Tottenham cake, big like you say, big oh. dense, stodgy lump of cake with pink icing, oh. and he likes to take advantage of the three for one pound offer. I bet as well. He's like, oh Give me mate, three. three for one pound, guzzling what? them down, mate. Right. I went. Well, maybe the that. Maybe that the last time I went in there, they did actually give me that because they, they asked it. They they it was like it was like two for one pound, and they said, "Do you want that?" I said, "No, it's fine." I really wanted. This is when I was uh, eating bad food. One's fine, and they said, "I was buy one get one free." I said, "Honestly, you know, I was like very pleased. Oh no, honestly, please, it's fine." <laughs> and I got back, and there was three in there. So they done. They they'd given me one anyway because it was free, and they just ignored me. But they obviously somehow like knocked two in by mistake. So. I didn't. I, I ate two of them. I did give the other one away. But he loves a Tottenham cake. I think he also you, likes the, the pizzas remember, they have there as well. Do you remember during lockdown we were allowed to meet up and go for walks, and yes. we would go for a walk around the park. We'd grab it. <laughs> we'd grab it, and then and then we'd go. Oh, do you know what? I'll grab you. You let's grab some more let's get some more Greg's for the kids back at home and they never saw those donuts and then Matt (laughs) 
<laughs> Mo, let me have one now. I fancy one now. And we then we were like, oh well, you don't have to go home now. Like I'm not. I'm. Bit. And then we we went to a, like a random park bench, yep. like, to, and we just ate this box of donuts. It was a box oh. of four, and I said, well, if we have one each, that leaves two left for the for the little ones back back home. And we're like, okay, fine. And we've been sitting. We ate them, you know, guzzling back. Took a picture. I think it is actually on Instagram as well. Yeah. Um, and then you know, an hour or so's passed. Having a good chat, Those donuts are looking very alluring, very tempting. There, they didn't last long. We're like, go on, they don't, they don't even know I bought them, so let's eat them. It's <laughs> so affordable. I don't it think is. people understand, especially if you have the app. You're a schmuck if you ain't got the app. Love to bargain, you. mate. So I think Boba probably gets a four pack <sighs> of donuts. He get, but I think he likes the pizza. I don't think he goes for a steak bake. Mm. I think he goes for the. I'm for not the, bothered uh, about pizza. That pizza. They do pizza. You're not bothered? I'm, no, I'm not particularly bothered by the It's kind of like dollar slice pizza in the States, isn't it? Yes, it is very it's much that, like, yeah. Mm. I like the That's chicken right. bakes. I go for that mostly, oh. other than a sausage roll. I always go no, for an actual Danish bake. as well. But I think Boba, he's a, he's a big boy. He needs to stock up on his calories. Tottenham cake and pizza. Tottenham cake. <laughs> Three for a pound. He loves Three it. Three for a pound. <laughs> Three for um, a pound. Paul Buckle. Yeah. Moving on, Paul Buckle yeah, yeah, says, Buckle. if you were thinking of producing a West End musical based on a character from Star Wars universe, who would you choose? And why was it Obi-Wan? <laughs> Very good, Paul. I see what you've done there, but I'm not... Um, mind tricks, mate. No. Yeah. Um, you know what, Matty boy? What are you saying? What are you oh, saying? I'd love... Just, just on Paul's point, imagine if the musical was just called Hello There, an Obi-Wan musical. Um... My one, I, I was thinking, I was like, who could I go for? I don't want to go for Luke Skywalker because, you know, the Simpsons already did that. Um, I want to go for uh, the English Rose because she, she means too much to me, you see. So I went kind of a bit more left field. I'd love to see, see a West End musical, a Broadway musical uh, about Zeb and Callus and their kind of odd, kind of odd, bod, the odd couple relationship. I think that'd be great. Have them like getting into high drinks together and not quite liking each other to start with and then growing together to be brothers with a little song and dance in between. I think a, a big, um, big furry purple fella and hot callus with his, you know, with his fringe that flopped down. That could be great. I think there could be a lot of uh, potential there for a, a smash hit akin to cats or rent or something like that. So, uh, yeah, Callus and Zeb is going to be my choice. Who would you choose and why would it be Obi-Wan, mate? Right. <laughs> I'm Paul. We've already had a musical, kind of, in Star Wars. Uh... And it needs to be examined. The Akiaki Festival. Rise oh. of Skywalker, mate. Yes, Festival of Light. Yeah. Um, Lido Hay, isn't it? Uh, yeah. why, why aren't these absolute bangers including jabba flow included on the okay. soundtracks uh mate well for, actually it's called is Festival it because they're the not john williams uh yes because well they won't, they won't be on they won't be on the score because the score sat the score release because it's not part of the score oh, that is a soundtrack though, piece, isn't it? yeah. it's in, that's and that is a bit annoying because back in the day, when they released got... them as singles. Like they had uh, Lep- Lapty Neck and that, whatever it's called from Jedi. That was that they released it as a single of all these wicked remixes and that. So they used to just drop them randomly. Mate, Aki Aki uh, Meltdown, mate, would be <laughs> probably the place to go. Think Lion King, but not as good. 
Yes, so, with more Lando just like, like just, uh, skulking about in the background. Yeah, just I've been for here for years. twenty years. <laughs> yeah. Waiting. Doing what? Nothing. <laughs> there was this Ochi guy, but he just got on it. He got paralytic and uh, he's disappeared. So I've just oh, given up yeah. on everything. Ochi died. So rather than being useful, I thought I'd wait here for you to turn up for twenty years, bef- pretty much before you were born. Um, so but was yeah. he there? For t- was he there the whole time? No, I, th- I think they. I think they're going to find out that he was only there probably for about five years. I think. Um, I think that's what they're kind of setting up that he wasn't there for twenty years. I think he was there for about five in the end. Okay, which is more palatable than <laughs> twenty years. Well, there we go, Paul. Hopefully, that answers that question that's been obviously burning you. <laughs> yeah, Paul's, been, a, Paul's a king. If both he's like, he's up. like, I need to ask this question. Yeah. I, I, I love it. To, this has been I a great round of Patreon questions, guys, I, and I, I like love a musical. It. I love a West End. I love a Broadway. I mean, that may be jumping off the Hawkeye show. I think they've got the Rogers musical. I haven't seen it. Yeah, yet. Rogers. Um, I have not but, seen um, it yet. No, both Pauls. Um, we'd love to know your answers to the questions, and everybody out there. Each week, we always ask you. Let us know. Your answers to those questions, we'd love to hear them. Admiral Jack Bart, Stephen Ball, Big Boy Bell, Matthew Bell, Luke Summerfield, we will answer your filthy questions next week. Of course, we had uh, a, d- a difficult month this week on sessions. We didn't have the full quota here. And you, you give your questions, you want to hear both our opinions. That's how I thought anyway. So we, uh, we've we got a couple to answer next month, so we're not going to um, forget you guys. How could we? We love each and every one of you. But... That is going to do it for this week's stint in the band, Tina Barman. Sorry about the mess. Sorry to tell you, though, mate. We are going to see you again this time next week here in the band, Tina. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Star Wars Sessions game. that's right game it is that time of the show we love it this is how we end it every week we take turns hosting the game and this week it is my turn to host it mate boy are you ready for the jelly somehow the game returned i'm ready have you got that empire magazine nearby uh no open Uh, i haven't got it nearby no don't Okay, that's good because okay, you can't good. have it near you. I can see you it, have it, it I haven't got it at arm's reach. I I'm asking you three things. How observant were you? Oh, no. With reading this, Matty Boy, tonight. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hopefully oh, no. observant. Oh, no. I think, I think you're probably going to get these. I'm only going to ask you three things because I'm tired and I'm drugged up, mate. So, okay. um, first of all, so I hate the music, guys. Um it's not really spoiler-rific. These are just little tidbits that I thought were really nice, and I'm seeing if Matty Boy remembers them from the article. Uh, Matty Boy, um, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Tim Morrison. Tim Morrison describes something uh, in our culture. Obviously, Tim is from New Zealand. He's Maori, um, and that comes across great on screen. I can't wait to see more of it. Maori mm. culture in Book of Boba Fett. Um he uses a word. Do you remember the word to describe um, playing B- Boba in Book of Boba Fett? Uh, in short, no. Uh, okay. I'm going to say uh, cathartic. It's a, it's a Maori word, I should say. 
He oh, said, uh, no. um, yeah, he says it doesn't really, you don't, you straight up just don't remember. I do, no, I can't I'll remember say, the Mary. Uh, fair enough, mate. Because yeah, once I start, I think you'll be like, oh yeah, I remember that bit of the article. He says, it's what we call in our culture, ee or i he. I'm pro i hi. I'm probably completely butchering that. I, <laughs> I've got his New Zealand Kiwi Maori. Yeah, let us know. Let us know. You know, correct us. Um, what asks Empire does ee mean? It's got no meaning, but when the hairs on the back of your neck stand up, that's what that means. Right. That's, that's cool. What, you, again, it's a Lucasfilm licensed interview, but bro, I don't care. Give me all of that. No, I'm here for it, man. I love that they're channeling that kind of New Zealand culture, that Maori culture yeah. into the show. Maori. And it, it, I, I got I got that in the tragedy, you know, in, in, um, oh, in yeah. Mando. So yeah um do you remember what t-shirt ming na wen was interviewing on her little zoom session <laughs> no um mentioned she mentions it yeah uh, oh, no, i don't know she doesn't but uh, it's mentioned. i don't pick up on the details like this which is my problem um yeah oh, i was t- i thought this was really nice actually the t-shirt that she wore was a it's not uh, in the photo right so she it's actually described like the guy writing it who's the gentleman who wrote this um yeah i haven't got it right on me now he's done a great job whoever's written this uh article by the way or whoever yeah did anyway um yeah there's zooming um ming na wen for the interview and they chat a little bit to ming na wen and she's wearing a star wars t-shirt and they do say it does say specifically what star wars uh film is on oh. there Why can't I remember? I think that she's wearing uh, the Return of the Jedi t-shirt. Good guess. It's not. It's a Last Jedi t-shirt. Good job. Yeah, kind of. I thought. Good job. I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty dope. This could be three for three in the in the in the nothings here because I generally can't remember. I can't believe Dave Dunn met Ming Na Wen and sold her a Boba Fett at London Film and Comic Con. Neither can I. I would have given it to him and said, "Look, you Ming Na Wen, you Fennec." Please, Again, it. another reason to join the Discord server, lads. Because, yes. like, it's it's so good on there. Oh, sorry. It's it, so it, good. So good. On the Discord server. That, <laughs> it, yeah, it's just worth popping on. It's free. Let, just send us a message. And we, if, you know, if you're not weirdo, we'll add you to it. <laughs> we'll send you the link. Got plenty of them already, so we don't need no more. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Do you, okay. and last but not least, Matty Boy, do no. you remember the band that Tim Morrison and Robert Rodriguez formed? <laughs> no. The name. Um, no, I can't remember. No, fair. I know this Over is hard. Amandos. But this is how, look, listen, last week, Matty Boy, I was all over the place. I, was, you, I, had, a, I had an idea for tonight's game, but I thought, oh. no, I'm, I'm saving it for a different show now it's but been um, about six and a half hours since i read this my brain has gone no fair enough mate fair enough and you've what been buffing it, it. You, you've, you've been tell oiled, me what it is you've been oiled oiled up and hitting the gym anyway oh, so man, that's been. fine that's fine everything's <laughs> fine it's called boba fret and the strum troopers oh, and, yes. and they were and they had them made and both tem and robert rodriguez wore them on set of yes Mandalorian, no i remember um, i remember fret. thinking Boba Fett's great. I remember thinking, hmm, Stormtrooper's not so keen on that one, but I know. Boba Fett's great. Uh, um, yeah, 
and they were distributed to the cast and crew at the end of production. So there we go, Matty boy. I'll, I'll let you off that one, but that was fun, wasn't it? And even uh, so, it, those were nice little it, tidbits to take away from that article. Go pick it up, Empire Magazine for November. Uh, well, it says January 2022. I don't know how they do that. It's always like a month in advance, even though it comes out <laughs> the month before, the month before. Yeah. Yeah. Very and nice. also, it's worth noting... Um, a few obviously we had misty rosas on the show a few months back um and her interview with star wars insider is is out that issue of star wars insiders out she she basically said that was happening on our show so go go um have a little read of that that's awesome and mate that's it that is this week's absolute filth fest i hope you enjoyed it Mate, I did, and like you say, whilst I fa- fell on the game like Boba into a Sarlacc pit, what I, what I did get, and I hope everyone else did, was some fun information about the behind the scenes of the book of Boba Fett because you've only got less than four weeks before oh, we see it for it for real out, life, mate. mate I'm pr- I'm pretty sure within the next four four, four weeks we're going to do another Boba show. No guarantees, but who knows? Speculation. I don't know, but either way, we're going to be recapping Boba when it comes out. But that is going to be that though for this episode of Star Wars Sessions, episode 140. It's been 40 episodes since the last Bly Pun aired. But the fun doesn't end there. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? StarWarsSessions.co.uk Search for us on socials. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. We're going to be there. Just search Star Wars Sessions. Get involved in the fun. Do you fancy sending us a voice note or cheeky message? Send it to our email, hello there, at starwarsessions.co.uk. Yes, and like Blicky Boy mentioned, let us know if you want to join our Discord. We'll send you the link. It's always good fun. It's always very active, and it's a good Star Wars time. If you want to hear more of us, what you can do, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Anchor FM. Anywhere in the galaxy you can find a podcast, you'll find us there. And if you love our show, please consider leaving us a good review on your podcast provider of choice. Head on over to podchaser.com and do the same, please. It's IMDB for podcasts. It's great. We're there. And any five-star review that you can leave us helps the show massively it gets more and more people listening and we just love to uh hear from you guys each week with what we're here for so thank you and please tell all your star wars friends about us tell your mum tell your dad tell your mates tell your cats tell your ewok tell fennec shan tell your cousin the more the merrier the castle spicier tell the kids who never got those donuts that this is the podcast you're looking for <laughs> so until next time from me see ya and from luke and your kids matt no, but you're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> May the force be with you. Always. <laughs> Luke! Oh, Luke! Oh, Senec fanned? Is that, does that check it out? It works. Does it? Out. Does it work? I don't know. Oh. Boba. Essex-based podcast heroes...
crush you like a bug. Tell that to Kanja Club. <laughs>